Hello and welcome back to my podcast where we discuss all things about upgrading your nutrition and lifestyle. This is your host Natalia. I am a nutritionist for those who are new and today I want to address this common and so popular unfortunately, misconception that healthy eating is not delicious. I want to share with you some practical tips on how you can make your healthy diet flavorful, tasty and delightful. And before we dive in, I want to share with you something that I have come across, I think, about nine years or so on Instagram, when it was still very different. It was only pictures. And I have come across a picture on the account where um, I think there were two sisters and they were sharing recipes for baking and making treats and snacks. So they shared um, a picture of just plain raw spinach leaves and uh, canned tuna in one bowl. And the caption said that, oh, look at that, a healthy diet is so boring it is so bland it lacks flavor it just steals your happiness in life and I thought to myself you know what I am eating healthy in one way or another of course with some modifications in my diet for the biggest part of my life and my plate had never literally never looked like they have portrayed it I do understand, I have to take it with a grain of salt because it's business. So they want to address their audience and to promote this type of foods, which are not necessarily healthy because they bring pleasure. And I will tell you what, both unhealthy and healthy diets can be bland, can lack flavor and can be boring. Both of them. Now, let it sink in. You can look around and observe how some people are eating, maybe at the office or just in a supermarket. Everyone has his or her personal preferences in diet, but you can make your healthy diet so delicious and so full of flavor that you would not even have a slightest thought that your diet is not delicious enough. So when someone throws a bad light on healthy diet and uh, many people get confused and they start mistakenly thinking that, oh, if I switch my diet to a healthier one, then I will totally miss out. I usually get so sad because my diet is never boring. I do invest time in thinking about my meals and planning them um, without any obsession. I'm not going crazy on that. I don't have too much time. But, um, for example, if you check my Instagram, you probably uh, can tell, you can see from the pictures I post every now and then of the foods that I eat. They are never boring. And another word of warning that I need to tell I think at the start of this episode is that it really takes time for your body to adjust to the new flavors. So if for example you have been eating not so healthy for many many years you have adapted to that diet. You have got used to certain tastes and flavors and now when you switch 
uh, to a healthier diet, two things can happen. I can tell you this from my experience with working with clients. So some clients say, oh my God, I have never eaten so wholesome, so delicious before. I really love all the foods. And when it happens, when the body gets the taste of these foods and it gets the nutrients and the value from those foods, it kind of directs a person by sending signals through the brain to eat more of those foods. So that can happen. That's scenario number one. Another scenario is when a person is struggling. This is what happened to my husband, for example. I truly converted him into healthier eating. Uh, When we first started (laughs) seeing each other, we were only 18 years old. And the only vegetable quote-unquote, I I should say, vegetable, he was eating was ketchup. So little by little, by observing me, he started thinking, oh, maybe I should follow her example. That's a powerful and um, interesting thing to do to improve uh, a diet. And I have been through a lot in my health improvement journey. So he was observing me, but for him, introducing vegetables little by little into his diet was a bit of a struggle now if you see him you would not believe how much careful he is with picking foods he's so picky sometimes I think that he's pickier than I am so I would say if you are starting your healthy eating journey right now and you don't necessarily like all the foods that you are eating Don't despair. Your body needs time to readjust and to develop love, I would say, and affection for the new foods. You will get there. We will all get there. Moreover, I would say this is going back to your balance. This is something that is genetically incorporated in you to eat healthy diet. So don't despair. Don't make any conclusions just yet. We will all get there. But there are things that you can certainly do right away to make your diet more delicious. And let's dive in. I'll start with number one. First and foremost, get quality ingredients. I cannot stress this enough. As a rule, I recommend using seasonal ingredients, seasonal vegetables and fruit if you are eating fruit. They always have better flavor and let me tell you why. So for example, if you are in winter, for example, in the UK and you go get uh, in your local Sainsbury's or Tesco's, doesn't matter, uh, you go get just a basic tomato, it is actually green. You know why? Because it was picked green and then it was sprayed with a gas called ethylene which makes tomatoes blush so when you eat it and it lacks flavor this is why it is not ripe but whenever you are picking seasonal vegetables it means that they had ripened under the sun and they are more delicious as a result and they are also more nutritious so If you, for example, compare seasonal and non-seasonal produce, you get more satisfaction by eating a bit less. I know it's crazy because you get more nutrients and your body reacts to that. So it's a win-win situation in many respects. Seasonal produce also has less 
toxins because it is not sprayed heavily to get preserved. The best way to get some seasonal produce is to go to farmer's market. But you can also get some seasonal produce in your local supermarket. In winter month, whenever I crave something that is not seasonal, I look for organic versions because most of the time these vegetables for example are picked in season and they of course also have less toxic load which is very important for my health so play with the ingredients find the best ones for you try different supermarkets for example i remember that there was one time when kale in tesco and kale in Waitrose were two different products and I actually liked the Tesco's one better. So it is a matter of trying, picking, testing and finding what you like best. To add to that, organic meat and poultry and eggs are not only healthier, but they are more delicious as well. It really makes such a huge difference. There was one time in my life when I was... (laughs) on a really tight budget and I was um, buying just low-cost chicken and it was so disgusting that I thought I should just switch to a vegetarian diet because I could not stomach it. When after some time vegetarian diet did not really serve me well, I didn't do well on it at all, I started buying organic chicken and it was a game changer. So I do really recommend you that. In terms of fish, wild caught fish is always healthier, more beneficial for your body, is more nutritious, much more delicious than the farm raised fish. So look out for the wild caught options as well. If you or your children are eating pasta, go for the quality Italian brands. And if you are eating bread, I would highly recommend going to a good bakery and choosing whole grain bread there because they do care about their reputation and they try to make it as delicious and as nice as possible. But do check the ingredients. The next one is using fresh herbs or frozen or dried if fresh herbs are not available at a particular season and spices. This is a matter of the experiment. So you try different things and see what you like best. For me, I absolutely love fresh herbs. I live for them. (laughs) But as for spices, I do not like all of them. So it is all down to a personal taste. But you need to try several ones and see what you like better. So the things that I like, as I mentioned, fresh herbs, basil, dill, cilantro or parsley, chives, spring onions. I really love all these herbs and I buy them fresh, chop them, keep them in a glass container and whenever I cook something, be it a salad or I bake some fish or meat, I put it on top and it really adds up to a really nice pleasurable eating experience. High quality salt is also not only a healthier option but it tastes differently. Whenever you try a quality sea salt or Himalayan pink salt you will see it for yourself so I do recommend that as well. The next thing is to use unrefined oils. I 
predominantly use extra virgin olive oil and unrefined coconut oil. I absolutely love these two oils. I occasionally buy avocado oil, also unrefined. And that is usually enough for me. I know that many people, and I've seen it in both food diaries and my mother-in-law did that, they bought light olive oil, which is not only lacking any flavor, but it also has some toxins in it because to refine that olive oil, uh, they used chemicals to do that. So it's not really... A good situation you don't get any benefits so I would get a product which is as close to its original state as possible and by choosing quality extra virgin olive oil I like Italian I like Spanish olive oil it really adds up to a flavor of a meal and coconut oil is great for cooking so for example if you are cooking an omelette you can switch things up and try to cook it on coconut oil and it will give it a really nice flavor. Speaking about olive oil, uh, it reminded me about olives. I absolutely love black olives. I love them in my salads. So usually some type of onion, whether red or spring onion or black olives, would be something I normally add to my salads. And my salads are bomb. I feel I need to brag about them a bit more. <laughs> the next tip is combining many ingredients in a meal. So remember that spinach salad I mentioned earlier? So my uh, spinach and tuna salad would look like having spinach, having some other green leaves as well, having black olives, as you know now, having some chopped red or spring onions. I would have some plum tomatoes. I would have grated carrots and I would add some radishes. So as you can see, there are many ingredients in that salad. And by combining several ingredients, you make it more interesting and you certainly add some depth and flavor to a meal. The more, the better and more interesting. Try it out for yourself. The other thing that I would like to recommend is for your soups and for your stews or if you are cooking meat, for example, if you are making meatballs or bolognese. So I usually grate carrots and I chop onions and I stir fry them. I might add a bit of mashed garlic at the last minute of cooking and it really adds the flavor and by doing so you do not need any stock cubes which are full of unhealthy ingredients like sugar like trans fats and monosodium glutamate which is MSG. The next thing is to use homemade dressings and marinades and to make them you can combine any of the following ingredients. So things like extra virgin olive oil, lemon juice, mashed garlic, some vinegar, a bit of ginger, quality salt, pepper, herbs, spices, etc, etc. There is one thing that I also recommend. You can look up Dijon mustard. 
it is unsweetened and very strong kind of mustard so you can use it to also add some flavor <laughs> to your marinade and um, you can combine these ingredients in whichever proportions you like and you don't necessarily need to use all of them you can pick and choose and you can marinate for example your fish or chicken prior cooking and it 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 will infuse them with delicious flavors before cooking and the outcome will be mind-blowing, I promise you. I personally absolutely love making homemade basil and spinach pesto and I normally do it both ways. So you can make it as a pesto or as a lighter version, as a dressing and I have recently uploaded a recipe on my Instagram account, so do check it out. As an option for a very basic and quick salad dressing could be lemon juice, extra virgin olive oil, a small drop of balsamic vinegar, some sea salt and some herbs of your choice. And by combining these ingredients, it will certainly add up to your salad eating experience. I promise you that. The next tip is keeping it varied. So in order to avoid boredom, try shopping for different groceries each week. So one week you buy one set of vegetables, for example. The other week you can get something else. One week you shop for chicken and red fish. The next week you get white fish and red meat. So keep things interesting. Try to vary it. You can also play around with different cooking methods as it also helps avoid boredom. So for example, if you have been cooking your eggs sunny side up, all the time for several weeks it is only natural that you will get bored at one point so try switching things up you can cook an omelette there are so many ways to cook an egg Uh, I think there were around 50 or so. So you can look up. There are so many tutorials on the YouTube. Try to play around. Try different cooking methods. By the way, you don't necessarily need to eat steamed vegetables. The best way that I like to cook them, um, actually some time ago I also uploaded a reel on Instagram showing how I cook my vegetables. So the best way to do it is to wash them, slice them, put it on your pan and add just a tiny bit of clean water and cover it with a lid. Let them get soft just a tiny bit. They do not need to turn into mashy porridge-like stuff. So they need to retain their texture, I would say. And then add a bit of uh, olive oil, some sea salt, some herbs if you're using, and stir fry them for a little bit. I still don't know how this method of cooking is called. If any of you know, please DM me and let me know. But I find it the most delicious way to cook my vegetables and my kids eat these vegetables as well. I do offer them vegetables even if they say they don't want them. But yes, for the kids, it is really crucial 
for them to actually like the food that they're eating. So the reason why I brought up this example is to show you that different methods of cooking can be interesting. They can bring a different outcome to your meal. So try it and see how it goes. And by the way, during my day, I usually try to eat a portion of fresh salad and a portion of cooked vegetables. So I never eat cooked vegetables two or three times a day. I try to keep things interesting and I try to eat different vegetables for each meal. It also really helps to enjoy your diet. And last but not least, do not push yourself if you don't like a certain food. I personally do not like celery, peppers and rice. And I do not push myself to eat them. There are loads of other vegetables out there that I enjoy. And by getting seasonal produce, it really adds up to a pleasurable experience. Some time ago, I was watching a stand-up comedian who lost a lot of weight. And he looked better. He looked younger. And I was so happy for him. But he made his full stand-up show based around the topic how boring and how painful healthy eating diet is and he was speaking about broccoli and oh poor old broccoli he was saying oh broccoli what a weird vegetable um, and so on and so on and I felt so sad again I really don't like when people throw a bad light on healthy eating because it is exaggerated, it is an extremity and it is a very subjective opinion and as I already explained in this episode, there are so many ways how you can make your diet, whether healthy or unhealthy, more flavorsome and more delicious and more pleasurable. So I thought to myself, okay, if you were my client, I would certainly recommend you another way of cooking a broccoli. There was a famous blogger Uh, who posted how she cooked broccoli for her kids and they always ate the whole pan. She roasted broccoli in olive oil and she sprinkled coarse sea salt and it was all gone. Her kids ate it all and she really struggles. I think many mothers struggle with feeding vegetables to kids. So it really shows how by trying different methods you can find something that fits you best. And then the second thing I would recommend him, okay, if you don't like broccoli, there are so many other vegetables out there from the cruciferous vegetables family, for example. So there is cauliflower. I know that some people absolutely hate cauliflower. But for example, my husband doesn't like broccoli as much as cauliflower. So he prefers actually cauliflower. So you see, it's so personal for everyone. You just have to try... Do not get stuck in this mindset and irrational, I would say, belief that healthy eating is bland, healthy eating is suffering. There are so many pictures, for example, on Instagram or on Pinterest, which show how varied and how wholesome and how delicious a healthy diet can be. So go ahead experiment with your diet for the next week um, let me know how it goes for you and as always 
If you'd like me to discuss any topics or you would like me to answer any of your questions about nutrition, about how to implement healthy diet into your life or how to switch up your lifestyle habits for a better and healthier ones, please DM me or email me. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm so grateful that you tuned in and press play. Thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing healthy week and see you next time. Bye.